Hello, I'm Hannah Kim. Bunny Poricha, and welcome to the eighth episode of Even the Little Things podcast. Yes, today we'll be discussing stress and exhaustion and giving some advice. So if that sounds interesting, please stick around. But before we start, we just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any field and that this podcast is just to talk about the big and even the little things teens go through. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. So, how was your week? Um, it was pretty good. School started, so, you know, a lot of assignments and um, new things to do. But I think it's it's been pretty good so far. What about you? Yeah, it's been a little stressful, a little exhausting, but uh, nothing I can't handle yet. Um, but, you know, towards the more of, like, the middle of the year, like, closer to finals, it, it gets way more stressful, way more vamped up, you know. Um, but this week was fine. This has been like an easiest week, but yeah, as you get on, school is just going to get harder and I'm just probably going to be more exhausted and stressed out. Yeah, and like, I, I feel like I'm never, never prepared for like when that happens because like um, when you're tired, you just, you're just like tired. You feel like so demotivated and like when you are stressed out, there's for me, especially because I, I'm like a pretty like worried and like anxiety filled person there's no way for me to like calm down about like what I'm stressed out about I have to like I keep thinking about it you know what I'm saying same like my anxiety just builds up more and I just get way more stressed and exhausted than like I would think that I would be because you think that you know you have like under control like oh I can get these assignments done like it's okay but like when you get to it it's just so time consuming and so exhausting it just gets like way too much sometimes yeah, and, like, not even with just, like, school and stuff like that. Um, there's, like, other things in, like, people's lives, my life, that makes me feel, like, you know, stressed out and exhausted. And, you know, it can really lead to a downward spiral in, like, someone's mental health. Yeah, like you said, you know, it's not only, like, schoolwork, but, you know, like, the other extracurricular stuff that we do that can also, like, build up. And it's just, you know, like, you end school and then you have, like, all these things like other um commitments and it just it just gets really really exhausting yeah and like don't get me wrong school is very important activities are important um but just a lot of things about high school is like so stressful and exhausting and like on top of that uh teenagers are often going through a lot of stress um with not just things about school but like peers um family other like traumatic events and things like that so it, it's it's a really hard um yeah and especially for me a lot of times it is hard for me to combat exhaustion and stress and I like I told you before sometimes I will have you know a little bit of anxiety attack when you know I, I can't focus on anything but the stress that I have yeah I totally agree like I'm so much more tired now because I stay up late trying to complete homework trying to complete all my work plan out my schedule just it just gets like, there's just so much to do now that now that school started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so for this episode, we'll be discussing the things that lead to stress and exhaustion, just some of the things, um, and how to combat it and a little bit of advice. Basically, if you're a high schooler, you probably already know by now how exhausting and stressful school can be. Um, again, like, especially if you have after school activities and commitments. However, like Hannah mentioned, it's not just school and activities that can lead to exhaustion and stress. Yeah. Um, I noticed last year when I was taking like health, we actually talked a lot about stress 
and some things that cause stress. And it's not just like the typical academic stuff, even though that does cause stress and we will talk about that. Um, there's also things like social pressure from friends and things like that. You know, as teenagers, we're growing up and uh, we're constantly making new friends. We're having people in our lives and not all the time they're good influence on us. And sometimes they can cause us some stress because we might be pressured to do certain things that we don't want to do or all your friends might be exploring different opportunities and experiences than you and that's hard. Um, so yeah, there's definitely a lot of like social pressure that can lead to stress. Yeah, and like with making new friends, like sometimes you get stressed out by like the things that they do or, um, you know, you might be stressed out by like, am I, you know, being a good friend or like stressing out about like, should I be doing this or should I not be doing this? Like, are they, like Hannah said, a good influence or not? And sometimes friends can also like cause you stress because of like the actions that they do. Or I know sometimes like I get stressed out when I hear um, like my friends, like it, it might be like even good things. Like when I get stressed out when like, I hear my friends, they're like, oh, we're joining like this club, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing that. And I'm just like sitting here and I'm like, I'm already so stressed out by school. And here are like all these people that are doing so many other things. And like, why am I not doing them? Or like, should I be doing them? Like getting stressed out about all of that. That's a good point you mentioned because sometimes stress that friends cause and, you know, not all your friends can cause you stress or something. This is just uh, a thing that I I know a lot of people get stressed out about. It's like their friends. Um, but that's a good point you make because friends can like unintentionally and intentionally bring stress into your life. So like if someone's like intentionally bringing stress into your life, you know, that's kind of like they're not really a good influence on you but also it could be like unintentionally like you said Dewani like someone could be like I am doing this I'm doing that or like making you feel bad because or not trying to make you feel bad but um inside you feel kind of guilty about like what's happening or something because your friend might be like I got an A on this test and this might be like part of like insecurity you know you're, you might have a friend who who's like I got an A on this test and you know you should be happy for them and yeah yeah you should be happy for them but some part of you might feel like stressed out because you're like why did I not get an A on this test or why is this person so much more liked than me um and other social pressures like that definitely and then going off of that not only like friends but family can also cause you intentional or unintentional stress i know some people um have parents that hold them up to like really high expectations so you can be like really stressed out about like getting a's because you know that your family expects you to get a's or like good grades and do all these things and that can also give you a lot of stress yeah and i just want to preface this by saying that um, I personally have a really healthy and loving family and I know that a lot of people, some people do not have a loving family and so I don't want to complain about my family because they are um, very loving and they love me and I'm grateful for my family. But uh, I'm just going to be talking about some things that um, is kind of like unintentional stress your family might cause. So sometimes when you're in a family, you want your family members to do the best and you want them to, you, you really just want the best for them, right? Uh, I don't know if you've ever experienced that, Dewani, but so sometimes you might say something that you don't mean or kind of push someone too hard or say something that's a little bit of a backhanded compliment because you want that person to do the best and you're not you're not seeing them excel in something that you want them to excel in. Like, I know this happens sometimes with like tests and things like that. You you might be proud of your score, but then your mom might be like, oh, I wish you did better. And, you know, that can cause unintentional stress because, you know, it's like a lack of communication there. Uh, they want the best for you, but you kind of don't see it that way. Definitely. I mean, like you said, I also come from like a really loving family. So um, 
like my parents are proud of me regardless of whether I get like A's or anything like that. Um, you know, that was just pushed me to be my best. And like Hannah mentioned about like backhanded compliments or anything like that. Um, I don't like it when sometimes my family like unintentionally say like, oh, like what's the highest grade you can get if you got, if maybe it's like a hundred or something and you got like 90 and you're like really proud of the score that you get. Sometimes they're like, well, like, where's the other 10 points? Or, like, why didn't you get 100 or anything like that? And, like, really, it, it kind of, like, causes me even more stress because, like, okay, well, next time now I have to do better so I can get, like, even better scores so, that, like, they don't ask me that next time or anything like that. So I feel like that also it causes a lot of stress. Yeah. And I know because I come from like a loving family that it comes out of love. But I know for a lot of people that might not come out of love. And that person just might be really person in your family might be really spiteful. And you might be in a family that's not very healthy. And that can cause a lot of teenagers stress. Um, There's definitely some dysfunctional relationships and even kind of abusive relationships within family members that um, can occur. Like I've Um, I'm grateful to say that I've never experienced that, but I know a lot of people who have experienced that, and that's really hard, and it causes a lot of people stress. There's definitely different ways that family can cause, like, even more stress on your schoolwork or just on your health or anything like that. Yeah, it's just, like, another place of stress, and um, going off of that, like, another way you can cause stress is by yourself like you can be the reason that you're stressed out I definitely psych myself out when I have big tests or big assignments and I just get stressed thinking about like the grades or thinking about like the work that I put in and um if I'm gonna get a good grade or not like how it's gonna affect my grade like it's all that I can like think about until the teacher gives me back that grade Mm -hmm. similar to that it's kind of like my parents Uh, They obviously care about what kind of grades I have. They don't want me to fail or anything, but they don't pressure me to get like all A's or anything, even though I um, I do mostly good in school. It's just kind of this pressure I put on myself. Like I'm constantly like, I want to do better. I need to do better. You know, as teenagers, we feel like this like constant stress about thinking about like, where's our next step? Where are we going to do next? How are we going to do better? And, you know, that can lead to a lot of stress and anxiety. I know for myself, like you said, Duani, with the homework thing, for me, it's not just homework. Like if there's something that really stresses me out, um, if it gets really bad, that's something that I can, that's the only thing I can think about. And, um, I might start panicking and I can't, I can't calm myself down sometimes because that's all I'm thinking about. And it's really hard to be stressed out about something and it might not even be something super big, but you know, there's like this pressure on yourself to do good. There's like pressure from these people, pressure from that. And like a lot of this pressure can lead to stress and it can lead you to a little bit break down sometimes. Definitely. And I feel like for academics also, I get it stresses me out about the future because there's, again, like all this pressure, like, oh, you have to do good to get into like good colleges. And then it's like all you think about is like, oh, I have to get good grades and all that kind of stuff. Or um, I might not get into a good college, which is like definitely not true. But like sometimes that's like my mindset that, oh, I'm getting a bad grade. Um, I'm not going to get into a good college. I'm not going to get anywhere in life. And so I feel like that also adds to my stress. And I, I think me and Hannah, we like definitely like last year during our sophomore year, our, um, I talked to Hannah about like essays that we had and projects and stuff like that. And like how I was like stressed out about it. And because another thing is that for me, when teachers take a really long time to grade and um, I'm not saying that, you know, they should be like quick about it. They also have lives. But 
outside of school, but like when they take really long to grade it, it just keeps adding to my stress like every single day because again, like that's all I can think about, like what grade did I get and how is that gonna affect my grade and like what about my future? You know, as a teenager in high school, like I mentioned before, I'm constantly thinking about my future. I'm constantly thinking about what I can be doing better in, you know. And I, like I said, it's not necessarily this pressure from anybody but myself sometimes. I know there's pressure from other people. We talked about that. But sometimes it's just me and myself and my worry and my anxiety about some things that sometimes don't even matter or things that won't matter in the future or things that probably won't impact me, but I'm just thinking about it. And it's hard for me to just not think about it, you know, and uh, pressure builds and stress builds. So, you know, we'll get to how you can kind of relieve that stress Um, and kind of like make sure that pressure doesn't build but it's definitely really hard I would say and and another thing I feel like causes a lot of stress for teenagers not just teenagers feel like for everybody is significant life changes you know sometimes there are big things that change and it's really hard for us to grasp onto that because as human beings we don't like change we like things to stay the same so when things change it can cause a lot of stress on us because uh, you know, we're constantly thinking about why did that change? What happened, you know? Yeah, and like the significant life changes, it, it's like Hannah said, it's like difficult to adapt to. You have to change a lot of things. You have to deal with it. Um, that can also cause stress. Like, how am I supposed to deal with all of this? And especially if you're dealing with other things, such as schoolwork, and on top of that, you get all of this, it just becomes like really, really difficult and it can wear you out you know, these significant life changes, they can be kind of like smaller or they can be really traumatic and big. And, you know, sometimes you don't feel like you can talk to anybody about these things. And like you said, Duani, schoolwork builds up, other stress builds up, and you're thinking about the significant life change you've had or traumatic moment or something. And that that really causes stress in certain people. Um, I know I've, I've known friends who've gone through life changes, very significant, and some of them can never recover from what has happened to them. And that's that's still a stress in their life, even though it's it's past, you know? Yeah, we, it just, you know, you never know like what's gonna happen. And when things happen, it's hard for us to adjust to it, adapt to it and um, deal with it. And like just like we said before it can just keep building up your stress until it becomes like too much to deal with and i just want to add before we finish out this stress section um if you ever feel like it's too much to handle on your own it's too much of a burden to have all this stress and anxiety build up inside you i would highly recommend talking to someone or trying to seek help or guidance because um we are not meant to deal with issues by ourselves. Um, I know a lot of people feel like there's no one for them or they're really introverted and they don't want to talk to people. But as human beings, we are not meant to carry such big burdens by ourselves. And we really need to seek guidance and help if we need it. Um, But yeah, that's kind of the end for like typical things that cause teenagers stress and kind of something that goes hand in hand with stress is exhaustion. Um, Sometimes if you have too much stress, you will become exhausted. I know like when I'm stressed out, I'm always like tired. Um, You know, like my head's heavy, my eyes like hurt or just like all these like little things. You just feel tired like all the time, groggy. You just, you get like demotivated at the same time. Also, I feel like when I'm stressed, I just don't feel like doing anything other than thinking about the stuff that's giving me stress. 
Exactly. And so let's we're going to break down some things that might give you some exhaustion. Um, so like the first thing is what we've been talking about with dealing with all the stress in your life. Um, that is definitely exhausting. It's exhausting to keep thinking about that stuff. It's exhausting to keep running back these ideas back and forth in your head. And you're kind of, you know, it's stressful. It's exhausting for you to have all these pressures and stress. And yeah, it's tiring. Exactly. And it's not only like dealing with the, all the stress in your life that can cause you exhaustion. Like school can also vary you out. I mean, for our school, our schedule is like eight classes. And I feel like that can get a lot. And sometimes... I feel like certain teachers don't realize that we have all these other classes and all these other commitments and they just keep assigning you homework and assignments and projects and then it just gets tiring. You just feel exhausted and drained. Yeah, no matter how much at the beginning of the school year, I try to like mentally prepare myself for the following year. I don't I don't think I ever prepare myself enough. Uh you know, I like to kind of compare school to like a treadmill. Uh, you first start out at like level one and you're kind of like walking pace and, you know, and then by the end of like half the half of the semester, you're already at like level 10 on the treadmill. Like you are running and you have all the stuff that you're trying to juggle and it's like stressful and it's this cycle. And um, yeah, uh, school can definitely make you so exhausted, especially when you're dealing with all that stress with school, you're dealing with that pressure, you're dealing with um, wanting to do good, you're dealing with all your activities, clubs, commitments, things like that. And you're staying up late uh, doing homework because you're doing all those activities. And then, you know, you're trying to still do good and stay afloat in your grades and I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's sort of like this violent cycle where you keep going back and forth with all the stuff and it never ends. It doesn't end in the summertime. It doesn't end. I feel like it won't even end when we get to college. Like it's just going to keep going. And building off of what you said, like we stay up late, not getting enough sleep also causes exhaustion. Like I cannot tell you the amount of times during school that I wake up so exhausted, like have no motivation to go to school to do nothing and then to have to go to school and like sit there for six hours and, you know, just keep worrying about what my next assignments are going to be. And just like having like all these things that like, keep building up, like the amount of assignments, the amount of stress and you're exhausted and it just, it gets like way too much sometimes. Yeah, and I also want to, like, say that exhaustion is just not just, like, tired. You're, like, extremely tired. Like, this is the type of, like, you want to drop dead and just sleep, but, like, you feel like you can't almost. Um, so, yeah, that's, like, kind of a little bit of the stuff that makes me feel exhausted. I know, Duani, that that I know you've talked about it to me specifically. Like, that's kind of stuff that makes you exhausted. Um, and I think it's good to know like what kind of things exhaust and stress out teenagers, but it's also good to know ways to cope with that stress and to combat it and combat that exhaustion. So let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. And so we're going to start out with like how to combat stress. And I feel like the number one thing is recognizing that you're stressed. Um, if you don't like recognize that you're stressed or if you don't like take a step back and realize that. I need to figure out how to like deal with this stress. You're always going to be stressed and it's always going to be in your mind. You're always just going to be thinking about it and it's just not going to like work out for you in the long run. I think for a lot of us, it's easy for us to say, well, I'm stressed out, right? But you have to really recognize that it's it's a problem. 
you're it's not a good thing to be stressed out like um i know like a lot of people when you're in class or something they're like oh i'm so stressed i'm so stressed but if you're really thinking about it like yeah you're stressed this is stressful school is stressful activities are stressful life is stressful so you have to recognize that and make sure you know that you know hey it's not normal I mean, it is normal to have certain stress. I mean, everyone has stress, but it's not normal to feel, you know, maybe this stressed out and you need to recognize that it's something that we should kind of fix or at least um, cope with it a little bit. Sometimes I try to pass it off as like a normal thing. Like everyone goes through stress. Like I don't spend my time like trying to figure out like how to cope with it rather than just be like, you know what? I'm a teenager. Everyone deals with stress even when it gets too much at certain points I just try to pass it off as like um you know what like no one really cares like I'm not the only person dealing with stress everyone does it's a normal thing so you know like it doesn't matter like I'll figure it out or something like that but I feel like that's not a good thing to do it you have to recognize that this is like too much like this is not a normal amount of stress I mean everyone stresses out about certain things and there's like a I feel like there's a healthy amount of stress and there's like a non-healthy amount of stress and sometimes um it gets like it gets too much and I don't take like a step back and be like okay you know what I need to figure out what I need to do to stop stressing out as much as I am right now yeah and there are a lot of things that I think can help you with stress so for me I like to write down about what's been stressing me out so maybe it I mean I know I'm not gonna okay this is kind of embarrassing guys but I do have like a little diary journal that I write in and I often write about how I'm feeling and that can help me really express you know how I'm feeling what I'm stressed out about and that can get to the root of the problem because at the end of the day you know the reason why we're having stress is because there's there's some sort of problem that's causing us to have this anxiety and pressure and stress you know um so yeah definitely writing it down especially for me really helps maybe if you're like a a person who likes to write that could help you or you know even talking about it with somebody yeah I think for me talking about it works like is one of my ways I know um sometimes like I call up Hannah or like talk to Hannah and I'm, I'm always like you know I'm so stressed about this and stressed about that and it kind of like helps because you know she helps me sometimes or you know it's like okay, she's also stressing about that. So like, we kind of help each other. I feel like um, talking about it is like a really good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I know not everyone um, feels comfortable talking about it with a friend or something like that. So just know that this is just like one thing that can help with stress and it might not even help you. Uh, but there's tons of other ways to help combat stress. Um, and another one is spending time with people you love or feel comfortable with. Um, so maybe you don't want to talk about it with that person, but maybe you want to hang out with that person and maybe that'll help you feel more comfortable and, you know, get back some happiness. Yeah, like just hanging out with like friends or anyone like that. It I feel like for me that like takes off the stress because I'm like, okay, well, I'm here now and I'm with my friends and I'm going to enjoy myself and it takes my mind off um, anything that I'm stressing about or anything that I have anxiety for or that I'm thinking about. Exactly. And, you know, that doesn't work for all people. Even when we hang out with somebody, you know, that stress can creep at the very back of your mind, even though you're trying to have a good time. So um, another thing that I think is really helpful, especially for me, because I love, um, if you know me, I, I just like love relaxing and like, you know, spending time for myself. And that's like doing relaxing self-care activities. So this could be like specific to you. It's like for me, a relaxing self-care activity is baking. Um, 
taking a bath, drinking tea, reading, things like that, or, you know, uh, self-care, relaxing activities for me. But it, it's definitely different for everybody. I mean, Dewani, I know you have different ones, right? Yeah, for me, definitely, it would be, like, painting. It's just something, like, relaxing and something that I do for fun so it doesn't, like, stress me out or it's not, like, projects or for, like, an art class. It's just for me, and I feel like that's fun, and so that takes my mind off stuff. Um, I also like doing, you know, like, just watching TV or just it's just anything like that, just anything relaxing really, like, helps take my mind off certain things. This is one that I know a lot of people won't be a fan of, but it's, like, exercise. And I'm not talking, like, you don't have to do, like, a huge big run or anything. You could just, like, walk around your neighborhood or do a quick yoga stretch or something. Exercise can definitely, like, release some sort of stress because you're just focusing on your body and you're not really focusing on, you know, the things that are stressing you out. Yeah, um, I'm not very much of an exercise person. So for me, I don't think exercise helps, although like I've never used it to, you know, try to take my mind off things or help stress. But I definitely know that there are people that um, exercise helps them. So if you want to ever try that out or if you think that exercise might help you take your mind off things, definitely, definitely try that out. These are just some things that you can do to combat like temporary stress or to make you maybe calm down about certain things or relax your mind. Um, But if your stress is ever too much of a burden for you to handle alone, like we talked about before, um, please seek medical attention or guidance because um, while these things might help you relieve some stress for a little bit, um, if there's ever some like, so like a really like a long-term stress that you cannot stop thinking about, you constantly have anxiety about and you're worried. Um, I think it's definitely best if you talk to a medical professional about that or you maybe see a therapist or um, seek guidance because um, I think a normal, a normal amount of, st- I, I don't want to tell anyone what normal amount of stress is, but like usually stress is, you might stress about something for a little bit and then you maybe move on to the next thing. But if you have like a long term, something is stressing you out, I think you definitely probably should uh, consider seeking some guidance. Definitely. Um, if you just feel like your friends or anyone are not helping you or it's just nothing is helping, I would definitely say, yeah, seek medical attention or guidance. Um, they definitely know how to help you more. They're professionals um, and they have like better ways of helping you deal with it. Um, so now we're going to talk about combating exhaustion. Um, This is kind of more like self-explanatory, but, you know, a good way to combat exhaustion is just to take time for yourself. A lot of the time we're exhausted because we're constantly doing things. So, you know, if you just carve out a little time, I know everyone's really busy, especially if you're a high schooler like us, we're super busy all the time. But just carving out that little bit of time for yourself can really help with exhaustion and make you feel like, oh, you know, I'm a little bit more relaxed now. I, you know, I, I got some time to myself. Um, I, I don't feel as busy and stressed out. And like by taking time for yourself, I also feel like it's doing things that like don't feel exhausting for you. Like schoolwork, yeah, that's like exhausting. But if there's like a hobby or something that you really like, I feel like um, taking time for yourself to do that, that can be fun. And it's not like an exhausting activity. It's something that you find that something that you find yourself enjoying. Yeah. Another thing is taking naps. Um, So actually, I'm a huge nap person. I love taking naps. I think that 
sometimes a lot of us don't have an, a lot of time to like sleep. Like my sleep schedule is so thrown off. I don't know about you. So sometimes taking like setting a timer and taking like a 10 minute power nap can really fill you with some energy that you need to keep going on your, you know, keep going on the things that you're doing or, you know, maybe a 20 minute nap or a five minute nap, just taking little naps. I'm not saying like take a nap every single hour. That's probably not the best. At that point, you probably should just um, skip your work and just go to bed. Um, but you know, taking like a nap maybe can help be helpful. Yeah, my sleep schedule is definitely um, screwed up. I'm trying to fix that so I don't wake up exhausted all the time. But yeah, I love to take naps. And I think last year um, I came home and like pretty much took a nap almost all the time because just six dealing with like six hours of school and plus all the homework and all the classes just gets like way too much so i think um definitely if you take a nap after you come home um it can like recharge you and like fuel you so that you can get your work done and that you don't feel tired and like groggy all the time while you're doing your work yeah um and i know this this next one might be hard for our people especially because i know this one's really hard for me to tell myself sometimes but Sometimes you do need to go to sleep earlier, even if you still have things to do. And I don't want to make it sound like, you know, screw homework, you know, don't do it, don't study or something like that. But sometimes we are really overworking ourselves. And sometimes we do have things that can wait until the next day. And if we do have those kind of activities and things and projects and homework, then I do think it's best that even if even though you want to like work ahead or maybe you have like a huge project due or something like that, I think it's better if we do get sleep if we are exhausted because at the end of the day, like if you're exhausted, you're exhausted and there's literally nothing you can do to make you feel not tired other than sleep, I feel like. Um, yeah, definitely. And I like this one teacher tell me that sometimes the best way to deal with school and all that kind of stuff is to understand how to like prioritize yourself. Um, I know there's people that do like every single work for school and that's good too. But if you feel like you're exhausted all the time, definitely like learn what you need to prioritize first. If there's assignments that you know are not going to be graded, maybe not do those and do the ones that you know are going to be graded. And if you have time and if you don't feel exhausted, like work on those, just don't do so much unnecessary work. Like I feel like a lot of people probably think, I don't know if it's just me, but like a lot of the work that we do at school is so like useless and like not needed. And I spend a lot of time doing assignments that, you know, are not graded or not collected that I don't need to do because I just feel like I have to do them even though they're like not collected or anything. And that just like adds to more exhaustion. Like I'm not prioritizing what is graded, what is collected, what will affect my grade and what like I need to do to prepare myself for like a test or whatever. I just do a lot of unnecessary work and that just causes like even more exhaustion. Um, yeah, and I just want to say that I'm not, we're not trying to say that don't do your work if it's not going to be graded because um, definitely do the work even though it's not going to be graded um, because something, you never know when something might be collected or something like that. I'm just saying like sometimes we have, even though we still have things to do, you should just go to bed because if you're tired, you're tired and staying up is not going to, is going to totally affect your quality of work and the things you're going to get done. And also, I think it's really helpful if you're feeling super, super exhausted, if you talk to your teacher about, you know, maybe extending a due date for something or, you know, um, is there any way that you could make something up or something? Because, um, you know, exhaustion can affect our quality of work. And if you have an understanding teacher, then 
um, maybe you can ask them for, you know, an extended due date if you're really exhausted or there's something that's going on. Um, but, you know, don't don't do that like every single time because then they probably won't give it to you. But if you're feeling like maybe like one one time a year, like if you're feeling super exhausted and you can't do it, maybe you could ask your teacher for, you know, extension or something because um, you're really worrying yourself out. Yeah, by my like last point, I wasn't saying like don't do the work that's not collected or graded. Just like learn what to prioritize and like do first. Like I've definitely not like skipped doing a couple of assignments that I know are not worth that many points or anything like that because I was exhausted and I just couldn't stay up anymore and do that work. And um, also for Hannah's point, I feel like a lot of people are scared to go up to their teachers, but don't be. A lot of them are really lenient and understanding. Um, you know, they've been a student before. They know what it's like to deal with a lot of homework and stuff like that. And most of the times they will like work out a solution with you. So don't ever be like afraid to go up to them and tell them what you're feeling and uh, if they like you need an extension or anything like that. Yeah. And again, I want to emphasize, do not do that like every single time. I know like all of us are tired, but if you're constantly asking someone for an extension or another due date, they're probably not going to want to give that to you. So um, just make sure that like if you're asking them for that, don't be afraid. But if you're asking them for that, make sure that you have like a clear reason and tell them that you're like really being worn out and you're, you're exhausted and, you know, things like that. Um, and also, I want to say that you shouldn't try to take shortcuts with exhaustion. Like I know a lot of people are like, I'm like, I'm tired. And someone's like, drink coffee or something like that. I feel like if you're tired, you're tired. And there's nothing you can really do about it except go to sleep or, you know, relax or something like that. And coffee definitely won't help you. Caffeine won't help you. Um, washing your washing water into your eyes won't help you. You know, eating a ton of sugar won't help you. Um, you know, just don't try to take shortcuts with that. Yeah, um, I don't feel like when I have like big tests to study for, I definitely like drink coffee to keep myself awake. But I always feel like coffee makes me like stay up like really late more than I need to. And I lose sleep and I just end up feeling exhausted. And also sugar, like, yes, it gives you like this high, um, like all this like energy and stuff, but you will like crash in the end. And it's just like not worth it. Um, and like Hannah said, if you're tired, you're just tired. Um, I don't find splashing water on my face like makes me feel awake more or anything like that um I just have to like I just try to work through my exhaustion and if I can't I just go to bed because there's literally nothing I can do about it exactly and so now I think that we should do what we always do and share some personal stories about stress and exhaustion um I know there's been a lot of times where I've been like really stressed out or really exhausted with something so yeah do you want to go first Wani? Yeah, um, I just feel like stress and exhaustion is like an everyday thing, but um, definitely for like AP tests last year or two years ago, I think I was definitely stressed out and exhausted and I just, it just like took up way too much time of mine and I was just all I could think about because it was like my first AP test and I think I stressed out way too much about that that I needed to and set myself out for it and I feel like that was like, I, I just didn't like the whole experience of that because a week prior to that that's all I could think about and I would do like really bad on my assignments and stuff because all I was focused on was like I have to get a good grade or a good score on that test or you know it's like the end of the world or stuff like that I feel like that that was a really bad thing on my part and I think it helped me realize that you know you you can do your best and you, that's all that matters just if you tried your best I feel like that 
that's all that matters, regardless of the score that you get. You know you tried, you know you worked hard, and the score you get is the score you get, and you can't really do anything about that. And I feel like that was like a really important thing for me to learn. I, I still have to learn that a little bit because, you know, that's a, that's a thing that I worry about a lot. Uh, but my story with uh, stress is uh, last year I took chemistry and chemistry was a really hard class for me. I know that's not hard for everybody. And I know some people were like kind of making fun of me last year for for being so stressed out about it and not being able to grasp the subjects and things like that. But I don't know why, but it was just something that I just could not grasp. And it was really hard for me. Uh, it got better second semester, but first semester I was struggling a lot. Uh, um, yeah, I was just struggling big time. And so uh, I knew that I had a chemistry final coming up in like two weeks. And I was so stressed out. That was literally the only thing I was thinking about because I was thinking about my grade and how much I hated my grade in that class and how it how I like thought it didn't reflect about like what kind of student I was because I I like to think that I'm a good student and that grade definitely does not reflect that I'm a good student and I was so stressed out about it and you know I stayed up like all night studying for like all this, this the chemistry final for like a couple days in a row and like I was reading the textbook and like circling and highlighting things and just it was like a frenzy it was like a mania and I remember studying in the library with Duani and taking notes and we're like trying to figure out what that means and what this means and I don't I, you know Duani I was I was super stressed out about it um I don't know if anyone knew that I was super stressed out about it but stressed out about it but it was definitely like something that was really stressful for me and then you know, waiting to hear back the results and things like that. It was stressful. But yeah, that was definitely like a big moment that I remember was really stressful for me. And then like freshman year, when I was trying to start my club, that was really stressful because I don't know, I just felt like I was doing it all alone. And I didn't really have any help. And so yeah, that was another stressful thing. Um, and I feel like I'm always constantly exhausted and tired, especially with like school and all my activities I have and like commitments I do. So yeah, but um, I think we I found like a little bit of like a healthy a medium to handle some of my stress and exhaustion. And sometimes I do have some anxiety about certain stuff, but, um, you know, I, I think it's manageable. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I cannot tell you how much I've cried over chemistry. It was horrible. Um, we had quizzes like almost every class period. We had tests and I just couldn't understand chemistry. For some reason, chemistry just never stuck with my brain, never understood it, still don't understand it, even though um, I've already taken chemistry last year. But that was like a horrible, horrible class for me. I just, I, I never understood a single thing and I always felt like I was behind. So that was definitely a really stressful class. But, um, and even like now, I'm still stressing about the classes that I have to take this year. And I mean, we've just gotten started with our classes, but like I'm already stressing myself out for the amount of work and quizzes and tests I know that are gonna be coming soon. Yeah, and it's definitely hard. So yeah, that was our discussion on stress and exhaustion. I really hope that maybe helped some, some people and um, made you think about some things. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode of our podcast. We post every Friday. And also feel free to share our podcast with family and friends and support us by following us on social media at Even the Little Things on Instagram and Twitter. Our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice, mistakes, confessionals, and giving you peace of mind on all things impacting teens today. Because it's not just you worrying about even the little things, it's us too. We hope you'll join us next time.